0: Hey man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah man,
1: well turn it up man! This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. Podcasts. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash thegaragerockshow to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcasts. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode. Episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week, George. Good to have you back, man. What's going on?
0: I'm having a good one. How are you?
1: Good, good. And Aaron, what's going on, dude? Not a whole lot. What's up? Uh Just celebrating this Friday, February 28th, guys. Season two, episode number nine. This week's topics include Sonic Test. Uh, excuse me, Sonic Temple Festival lineup is out. Metallica pulling out of two major festivals. We'll talk about that. The official Neil Peer Tribute Concert event has been announced. That's going to be going on in Canada. 2020 tour dates uh, announced for Tool, Craftwork, New Order, and The Black Keys. ACDC album details revealed by D. Snyder. Kind of a little preview of what's going on there. Ozzy giving away meet and greets and more with his new album. Uh, Korn Guitarist opens up an interesting thing. It's a rehab and recovery center for touring musicians around the country. So we'll talk about that. Of course, this week in Music History Trivia, 10-Second Trivia, Weekly WTF, and more. Uh, This week's Rock Alternative College releases on the Billboard charts. Got new albums out this week from Five Finger Death Punch gg mason george sinclair james taylor wow has a new album out called american standard mondo generator that's right they they released a new album last week if i remember correctly mondo generator and they they got a new one again uh so maybe they're like doing something every week so that's kind of cool uh real estate wow real estate the old 90s um emo group george is that real estate uh, I th- you're
0: that sounds like Sunny Day Real Estate this must be a different band
1: yeah I, I think Real Estate was also a group around that time that like kind of was an indie rock group oh
0: then, if so I have no idea
1: they have a new one out Soccer Mommy uh, we're, we're playing them on the garage that's actually a pretty cool female fronted um, kind of alternative punk group Soccer Mommy check them out uh, the Secret Sisters Tycho Caribou Good producer, DJ Guy's got a new one out, Wasted Shirt. I haven't heard of that one. Oh, that's Ty Seagal and Lightning Bolt's Brian Chippendale. They're called Wasted Shirt. Uh, So that one's out this week. Check it out. All right, so tour news this week. Uh, We got some festival action going on as Sonic Temple has released their new lineup. May 15th through the 17th, Columbus, Ohio. Friday night's got the Chili Peppers. Saturday's got Slipknot, and Sunday's got Tool. Uh, so that's a pretty well-rounded lineup there with some Deftones, Royal Blood. What else pops out for you guys? We got Sublime with Rome, Rancid, Cypress Hill, Dropkick Murphys, Pennywise. Yeah, you know, I guess it's kind of par for the course for a lot of these rock shows. It's another 90s lineup. It seems very 90s <laughs> heavy, right? I mean, yeah. we got... Besides
2: at, some, of, I guess, what did I see? Look at those Flat headliners, right? Chili Pepper,
1: Slipknot, and Tool, they all had their kind of arguable and peak you got in the Sublime, 90s. Sublime,
2: Cypress Hill, Rancid, Deftones.
0: Of course, Anthrax. with the Chili Peppers now with uh,
1: John Frusciante. the
0: return of John Frusciante, that, yeah, that's that increases oh, their real estate a little bit.
1: Yep. So that's going on. Uh, that was the whole deal, though, that uh, Metallica pulled out of that festival. They were supposed to headline that festival. We'll talk about that in a bit. But Tool announced their massive spring tour. They're going to be at Bonnaroo. And tickets go on sale this Friday. uh, today. By the time you're hearing this, they're already on sale. Um, Check it out. They announced a bunch more dates including a couple here on the west coast for us. Uh, Spokane, Washington. Portland, Oregon. Eugene, Oregon in March. And then we get some dates here at the end of June. Sacramento Golden One Center on the 21st of June and the 23rd at the chase center where
0: is
2: the chase center that's the Uh, new one it's that brand new warriors uh arena who's it at right it's not too far from at&t park right on the coastline there
0: oh okay so it's down by the embarcadero yeah okay yeah okay yeah
1: it's it's the big warriors uh place it's a nice uh nice venue that they got there Cool. really cool place to see a show um also black keys mapping out a huge summer run Uh, they're taking along with them Gary Clark Jr. a la lost Jesse Wilson and the Marcus King Band Um, so they're going to be in Seattle Portland Berkeley in the beginning of July Irvine as well Chula Vista and then all over the place Texas Ohio New York Boston uh, where else Florida all kinds of places so check them out look at New Order and Pet Shop Boys Hmm. co-headlining tour What do you think about that, George? Oh, I'm all over that. (laughs) 11-date Unity Tour. This is going to be a high-demand show. They're only playing major cities. Um, They're, of course, going to do a San Francisco and L.A. show. Chase Center as well, like we were saying. Uh, On September 30th and then October 2nd in L.A., the Hollywood Bowl. Fucking big place. Hollywood Bowl is a big place to see a show. Mm -hmm. Then check this out. Craftwork announcing a 50th anniversary tour concerts are going to be in 3d here's like kind of a preview of the stage show they're going to do like this kind of 3d concert experience where they're going to be on the stage but the graphics and stuff are going to be 3d visuals music and performance art on the road to play a career spanning set this summer they formed in 1970 isn't that crazy all the bands that formed in 70 they're celebrating 50 year anniversaries wild right They've been in uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination category twice but have not actually got in there yet. And uh, so they're going to be playing a bunch of places, kicking off their tour in London with a seven-night run at the All Points East Festival in May. And then Seattle, San Francisco in June. So check that out.
0: I saw them at the Warfield in December 97. How
1: was that? What was uh, that some like? one of
0: the best shows I've ever been to. Is, I'm a synth player, so... You know, Craftwork, I can geek out over, and the the bass was such that it, you felt just a small explosion just in your chest every time <laughs> the bass dropped. It was nice. amazing. What? Who else was on the bill? It was an evening with Craftwork. Oh wow, just
1: them, <laughs> huh? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome.
0: I was also newly clean and sober, and was surprised at how many pot smoking fans they had, and I was freaking <laughs> out about <laughs> having to change my
1: sobriety date. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Alright, speaking of that, Metallica pulling out of two festivals because James Hetfield needs to get sober. Uh, They pulled out of uh, the one that we just talked about, Louder in Life and Sonic Temple Festival. Chili Peppers and Tool filled in for when Metallica was supposed to be headlining those two nights. And James Hetfield says he's not ready. He said, quote, as part of my continuing effort to get and stay healthy, I have critical recovery events on those weekends that cannot be moved. I apologize to all our fans who have bought tickets for these festivals. We're working with the promoters to buy, to provide refunds or exchanges. Uh, so he kind of went on to say, you know, apologizing, feeling bad about it. He said he didn't want to let the Metallica family down. I alone completely compromised myself. That's what he said. So, uh, you know, it sounds like, you know, at least he's getting he's being focused and not hitting the road instead of just, like, going right back on it and fucking up again. Right. So, you know, right. props to him on that.
2: Sure. Critical um, recovery events. Hmm.
1: Yeah, right? I was kind of thinking about that, like too. What like, type? what do you? What does that mean? Maybe it's just, like, a mandatory meeting with his AA type of uh, counselor. I don't know exactly what that means. But apparently Metallica will play all other 2020 shows, which is kind of shifty because Epicenter is on May 1st and 3rd. The one that he canceled is on May 15th, so it's like, why are you playing the one before the one on May 15th, and you can't do the one on May 15th, you know what I mean? That's kind of, to me, it's kind of weird, and he also canceled the one uh, that's going on Welcome to Rockville, oh no, uh, the other one was in, um, what was it, September? Hold on, let me look at this. Louder Than Life was September 18th and 20th. He canceled that one, right? But he's also going to play Welcome to Rockville, May 8th and 10th, Aftershock, October 9th and 11th. So he's playing a bunch of festivals around that time, but those two other ones, he can't. And I'm kind of like, huh. Interesting. I wonder if it's really about recovery or if it's really about maybe those aren't selling so well or, you know what I mean? I don't know.
0: Mm.
1: Kind of wondering. Anyway. He performed at an Eddie Money tribute over the weekend, uh, played um, Eddie Money Passed Away, and they had this uh, tribute going on. A star-studded tribute to Eddie Money, a benefit with the proceeds going to the USC Eddie Money Cancer Research Fund. Sammy Hagar, Rick Springfield, George Thurgood were all there. Can any of you do Hetfield
0: singing Eddie Money? Like, take me home tonight.
1: <laughs> I know, right? If Charles was here, he'd do it for Charles sure. so would. <laughs> okay, yeah, Aaron, it's take me home tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that was about as good as I could do. Check this out. They're doing an official uh, Neil Peart tribute, uh, which is really cool. A Night for Neil Memorial Celebration, May 16th in St. Catherine's, Ontario, Canada. And one cool thing about this is that it's going to all the charities that Neil Peart wanted the money to go to, which is, like, this benefit called Overtime Angels, which kind of distributes the money to a bunch of hospitals in Canada. And then there's the St. Catherine's Hospital, the, the Hospital and Cancer Center in Hamilton, Ontario, and a bunch of others that the money's going to. So really cool. Um, and, you know, I think it's cool to have an official – that's sanctioned by Neil's family – itself so that's one of the ones that all the money goes to a good cause so check that out alright Deftones saying they're going to be finishing up their new album uh, their drummer Abe Cunningham he doesn't speak too much in the press he said in a new interview in Australia that quote we did things a bit, a bit differently this time we stretched out everything over the Were course you about to speak Australian <laughs> accent <laughs> no it's just uh, kind of messed up there <laughs> But we, he said, we stretched out everything over the course of a couple years rather than blasting through it in one go. The process has been mixed with about a year-long break that we all agreed upon. So it sounds like they're taking their time with this album. The last one, they didn't really take their time, kind of rushed it. and I don't know. Sounds, sounds more promising this way, right? We did things a little bit differently
2: this time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you were going.
1: Could be. I could Even I could say horrible. it like that. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, Deftone's kicking off their tour this summer. Uh, so check that out. Alright, ACDC album will include some surprises, according to D. Snyder, Twisted his sister frontman. Said in a new interview that Brian Johnson apparently he had dinner with Brian Johnson recently. He said, quote, the classic lineup is back together and there are some surprises which I can't talk about regarding Malcolm Young that just had my jaw on the floor I will say he will be present so this is ACDC as we know and love them so what do you think that means
0: oh I'm sure he had riffs that he farmed and would log and category and that he kept on file for future reference and they probably used those to their advantage and made tracks out of them
1: I'm thinking it might be a. What he's saying is a hologram.
0: Oh, see, I wasn't even thinking that deeply.
1: He says, I will say he will be present.
0: The
2: lineup is back together, and there are some surprises.
1: Well,
0: maybe that's it.
1: I don't know. Because I know they've done the Dio hologram, they've done a couple holograms. Um, it, I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like. A badass thing. What if it wouldn't? It would be pretty cool if they did like a hologram of hip playing with like a riff that no one's ever heard ah. of a new song that they're doing, and it's got Malcolm Young like fucking doing the riff in a hologram type of situation, and it feels like wow, we're seeing Malcolm Young play this Something for the new. first time, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool.
0: I, I don't it's a know. Good call. Maybe that's what's uh, in store.
1: We'll have to see. Uh, D. Snyder spilling the beans I'm sure the ACDC camp Not really too happy about that uh, But hey thanks D. Alright Ozzy's saying that he's doing Some big giveaways for his new Album Ordinary Man just came out this last Friday so if you go and buy A physical copy he wants you to go and buy A physical copy CD vinyl And cassette they're bundled with Unique codes that uh, fans May enter those codes at ordinarymansweepstakes.com. And they're once in a lifetime Ozzy prizes like a trip for two to LA to have dinner with Ozzy and Sharon, uh, to a signed guitar, a Blizzard of Oz platinum plaque, a box set, and more. So I think it's pretty smart of him to do the, you gotta buy the physical copy to get yeah. this, right? Uh, everybody buys the digital copy all the time. Sure. But why not push the physicals and you get something extra for it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe if more bands start bundling, like, actual concert tickets with yeah, those that be greets, a way Yeah, those things of, like that.
1: Yeah. I agree. Um, this is interesting, and I thought a pretty cool thing. Coring guitarist Brian Head Welch has opened this thing called Zival. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, described as an all-in-one performance and recovery suite that will focus on physical, mental, and emotional well-being of, excuse me, touring musicians who suffer from constant fatigue on the road so he set up one on the West coast and one on the East coast in Tennessee and Bakersfield. And he says, quote, I found after years of struggling with addiction, depression, and suicidal ideation, I consider myself extremely blessed to have been made whole body and mind and spirit. I've devoted my life to help others find the healing they deserve. So they're saying that hopefully they can get everybody kind of, feeling good when they want to on the road if you're I guess you know life on the road I've never been on the road life on the road that kind of shit I wouldn't know but I guess it would be pretty you know depressing sometimes maybe you would get down that path of drugs and alcohol pretty hard and you want some uh, break from it so this is kind of cool that it focuses for musicians and people touring that you can maybe you know if you're looking for a break you can find one right uh, yeah
2: I Kind that of cool. needs to go to one of those like
1: he could have used this shit, right? Uh, on the last tour, that's definitely Maybe true. That's his critical event. <laughs> Going to Brian Head, Welch's new place. Yeah. All right. Uh, David Lee Roth, look at—he's saying that he waited around pretty long for Van Halen to tour again, and he just went on out on this solo tour like fuck it. He's like, I—I'm—he I, said we waited five years, and now it's time for me to shine. Uh. He was pressed about Eddie Van Halen's rumored latest ba- uh, bout of cancer issues. And he said, you know, quote, you know what I know, Ed, God bless him. He may have a fair amount of time ahead of him, but going out on the road is an unforgiving task. It kills people, end quote. And we were just talking about life on the road, recovery and all that that Brian had. dwelt so I guess it's a really, uh, you know, it's a real thing, right? I guess life on the road just fucking, especially if you're struggling with alcohol and drug addiction. And bad diet. Yeah, bad diet. Uh, and everything. No access to medical shit. You're Eat. away from your family. Yeah. Right.
0: The whole hurry up and wait thing. Right. You're on a schedule, but when you get there, you have all this time to. That you can't leave. You can't do anything. No wonder people do crazy shit to occupy their, their minds.
1: Very true. Um, look at Robert Plant releasing a new box set. Recalls going solo, reuniting with Jimmy Page, did this whole interview recently where he's got this new box set. It's called Digging Deep box set, limited edition. Uh, excuse me, limited edition vinyl collection featuring so- 16 solo hits and B-sides on 7-inch singles. So it's it's like a book. You can see the stuff there. It's kind of printed out. Kind of cool. Um, and he's all talking about his old days, uh, breaking away from Zeppelin. And doing some of the solo stuff uh, in his new season 2 of his podcast. It's called Digging Deep. So if you want to check that out, that's what he's up to these days. Alright guys, let's get to some trivia. This week in music history trivia. 1998. Strange things are afoot at the Grammy Awards on February 25th, 1998. A shirtless dude with these two words written on his chest intrudes on Bob Dylan's performance. Was it A, Go Daddy, B, Free Tibet, or C, Soy Bomb? What were the two words that the, were on the guy's chest? I'm gonna go get Dolly and get in here. Okay. You guys discuss.
2: I could see it being any of
0: those.
2: <laughs> I feel like it's probably oh, yeah. uh, C98, huh? Free Tibet, I felt like maybe it was a little before that. I don't know. GoDaddy, that's probably when that Get Your Own Website was... Kind of started,
0: weeks, 98. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Soy bomb, though. Soy bomb. But Soy bomb like sounds I, familiar. Yeah,
2: though. it does. I feel like that might have been something later, like in the mid-2000s or something. I, hmm. All right,
1: babe.
2: I'm going with GoDaddy.
0: Go GoDaddy.
1: Okay. Hello. Dahlia gracing us with her presence. Thank
0: you, Dahlia. Hello, Dahlia.
3: Hello, everyone. All right, Good evening, so- Garage Rock Show listeners. Thank you for listening again. From all of our listeners around the world, we appreciate you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, we do. We honestly <laughs> do. Uh, all right, so on this day in music history trivia in 1998, February 25th, uh, in the Grammy Awards, a shirtless dude with these two words written on his chest Intrudes Bob Dylan's performance was it A, Go Daddy B Free Tibet or C Soy Bomb? He had these words written on his chest. What do you think it was, Dahlia?
3: Who did? Who the did? guy that
1: intruded on <laughs> Bob Dylan's performance. It was a guy from the fan, uh, from the stands. Bob Dylan was performing at the Grammys, and this guy just like rushed the stage, took off his shirt. I'm changing my answer. And he had this written Soy on his Bob. chest in uh, black ink.
3: Okay, I'm gonna go with B, free Tibet.
1: Free Tibet? I'm changing mine from
0: GoDaddy to Soy Bomb. <laughs> I just feel like it's familiar. I feel like I've seen this. Alright, George, what do you say? And I second that emotion. I don't know <laughs> why. With, with soy, soy bomb? bomb? With soy bomb. It sounds familiar. All it right, does. Let's
1: see here. Here's the picture of the guy. You guys are correct. Soy bomb. What the fuck is it?
3: So he's a shirtless dude. Yep. He's (laughs) soy
1: bomb. (laughs) 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 I should have got the paragraph on what it was actually about. I can't remember what he was trying to accomplish with that. Oh,
0: man, we do shit on. <laughs> this is so uh,
1: Good one, George. Well, yes. you know,
0: it's like Ethel Merman.
1: Everyone can do Ethel Merman, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Some more trivia in uh, music history. On this day, or well, this week, February 25th, all the way in 1991 now, director Cameron Crowe brings the members of the cast and crew of his movie Singles to a dive bar music club called The Off-Ramp in Seattle, where this band, who appear in the film, are playing. Matt Dillon and Campbell Scott hang out with the band all night, but the real Seattle scene is a little too grungy for the other actors who leave early. Who was the band that was playing? Was it A, Mudhoney, B, Soundgarden, or C, Pearl Jam? Dahlia, we'll start with you.
3: I'm going to go with Mudhoney.
1: These are all Seattle grunge they pioneers. They are all
3: three, yes. But I'm going with Mud Honey. Okay.
1: All right, Mud Honey. Uh, Aaron, so what do you I was,
2: say? I was thinking that too. I was just thinking they're the probably the are they the grungiest of the grungy. they are the, the grungiest <laughs> so like, of the just, three. Yes. Even the like, drums were played through a fuzz box. Yeah. <laughs> we have like posters <laughs> and, around and this studio So they said the Seattle scene honey. is a little too grungy for the other actors. So I don't know. Pearl Jam isn't too offensive for
0: most people and neither Soundgarden so maybe Mud Honey.
1: What do you think, George?
0: I think it's Soundgarden. I think I remember seeing them in the film. Soundgarden? Uh.
1: It's actually Pearl Jam. Ah, Yeah. <laughs> yep, there's a picture from them on the set Epic of the film. film for all of look those. at how young yeah. and crazy they were, man. They were pretty wild. Like uh the, the the more I look back on like a lot of bands at the time, Pearl Jam was pretty pretty cool. Like they're a bunch of fucking crazy guys and they were like fuck you to the music industry, a lot of that stuff. They took on Ticketmaster, they did all that stuff. They were like, you know, they wanted to do their own thing. And uh,
3: the guy uh, on the far left still has an innocence to his eyes. Yeah,
1: that was so young back then, right? You know. <laughs> the guy on the right kind of looks like Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers. <laughs> I was just thinking that in my head as well.
2: Also Will I was
3: just gonna say you look like Will Farrell. <laughs> like Will Farrell, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kinda like a Will Farrell,
1: yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so I was saying that I, I kinda fucked up this week, guys. I didn't get the um the quotes ready. Uh I had them all ready, oh, yes. I know. He's I have to voice it, it out himself. <laughs> I should, right? I should <laughs> fucking do Who that. Who is this? <laughs> yeah. I should do that. All right, but no, uh for this uh music birthday trivia. I got the band here. I'm going to play a little bit of the song. I got a YouTube video ready here. We're going to play a song clip. You have to identify from the clip whose birthday it is. So it could be anybody in the band. Don't always assume it's the lead singer. Maybe right? we
3: should start our episode with trivia going forward.
1: Start it with trivia? Oh, why? So oh. you could just get it out of the way? No. It's all convenient for you? You know,
3: you know, the listeners like to hear this type of stuff. This is the fun part. They don't get, just hear us talk all the time and...
1: Yeah, but, but I mean... I know,
3: wait, I know this. We should make, maybe do something on Insta or... Uh, for the trivia? Yeah.
1: No, that's not a bad like idea to make a feature like, out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I like its Methodist. place in the episode. I want people to kind of find it, you and know, and stick live. around and be rewarded, do you know?
3: trivia live.
1: Trivia live? Yeah. Oh, that's not a bad idea. It's like double it's not jeopardy. not a bad idea. And we know? can,
3: like, pair it to the, to the screen so we can see what, like, their responses are as they're responding
1: Ah, uh, well, that's... That's Sounds a little fun. much, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's not uh, a bad idea. feature endeavor right there. All right. Keep so, it interactive, right? This musician was born this week. Can you identify it, who it is? Born on February 26th in Irvine, California, the youngest of six children. His father was an aerospace engineer, worked on the Space Shuttle. Pretty amazing, right? Um, and also, what is that second hint, Dahlia? Read it read it for us as I search for this track
3: my glasses on
1: oh you can't you can't find it
3: yep yeah, no i i can see it uh so hint number two is known as a bikini enthusiast a bikini <laughs> <laughs> is that right
2: <laughs> let me read it you Maybe can't see you should it glasses Aaron? before you wow yeah. dolly's glasses bikini are bikini enthusiast that sounds awesome <laughs> <laughs> this one says a biking wear them glasses girl Having you featured in Biking Mountain. We'll play George UK magazine. <laughs> issue, I gave the disclaimer before I started reading. You did. <laughs> you gave yourself an out.
0: So a it's bikini okay. enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. I'm I was
3: gonna, gonna say I hope that, this is a dude. woman because I feel like I'm like in the middle of oh a sexual so harassment claim.
1: I cannot believe you said that. <laughs> a biking enthusiast. Lord.
3: I, I believe that Aaron or George should read going forward.
1: Okay, so the hint was he's a biking enthusiast and his band was forced to cancel a concert after he broke his wrist in a biking accident. I'd okay, say I'm a bikini enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> okay, here's the track. Here's the musician. Alright, alright. Oh yeah. Aaron knows. I think George knows. At least the band, right? Can mm-hmm. I
3: get a little more? Oh. Is that Rage? Oh, yeah, that's Rage Against the
1: Machine. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, so it's Rage Against the Machine. We've established that. Who in and, the band and, and do you to think's be clear, birthday it is? They are not
3: bikini enthusiasts. <laughs> no, they are not. Just to be clear for the record. Okay, so
1: who do you think it is in the, uh,. Um Probably gotta be Zach Baylor. It could be anybody in the band. Like I said, don't always assume yeah. it's a lead singer. There's some notable people in this band. We all know the guys, right? There's um Brad Wilk, Brad Wilk on the drums, there's uh, Tim, Comerford. Tim Comerford on the bass, and uh Tom Morello on Marello. the guitars. Uh, okay. So uh, it guys, could be all of those guys. I'm gonna go
3: with Tom Morello But Marello. you could pick
1: a uh, lead singer too. It could be You Zach know, Bela I follow Rocha.
3: Tom Morello on Instagram and He's always doing outdoor type things. But so is the lead singer. So, I'm I'm going to go with either of those two. I'm sure they're all active. However, going to go with Tom Morello. Give him a little shout out.
1: Tom Morello? Okay, mm-hmm. um, Dolly's going with that. Aaron, what do you say? I'll go with Zack De La Rocha. Okay. And George, what do you think? Uh I'll say Tim. So, ba- yeah, based on the the hints there, who do you think is the biking enthusiast? Of the of the band, that's the clue here, guys. You know,
3: are you saying that we all got it wrong? I'm not saying anything.
1: I'm not saying anything. I'm picturing
2: him riding bikes. Like I kind of am picturing Tom Morello riding a bike right now. (laughs) 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 I can't picture exactly the roach in a a bikini, right?
3: Yes, (laughs) bikini enthusiast. So he's
0: the beach. Or the man Keeny. <laughs> He's riding his bike Bikini along the
2: beach. <laughs> checking out the that's a
0: good one. He
2: was born <sighs> where?
1: Uh Irvine, California, the youngest oh, yeah. of six children, big family, and his father was an aerospace engineer and worked on the space shuttle. Yeah, that's Tom Morello. Tom Morello? Yeah. Uh George, what'd you say? I'm just guessing it's Tim Comerford. Tim Comerford. It is Tim Comerford. Tim Comerford turned 51 this week, February 26th. Good job, George. 51. Um, All right. That's a
2: little uh, pick, too, huh? He's like fully. Yeah, he's even more tattooed.
1: That's the one from the Wicked It's like a full tattoo Tattoo. now. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. (laughs) Some people are sleeved. He's (laughs) shirted. Yeah. All right, so next up, it's movie he's movie got, birthday he's got trivia here. The onesie. Here. Tat. The onesie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she got <laughs> a full onesie. Uh, that's a sneeze. hardcore tattoo to get, man. Wow, like uh, the way he does it, like oh, yeah. all dark, like solid. That. Yeah, solid tat. That's tough. All right, next up, birthday movie trivia here. We're gonna play a movie clip here that's ten seconds or less, and you have to identify from the clips whose birthday it is we're celebrating. It could be anybody in the clip. All right, so. Don't always assume it's the first voice you hear or whatever. So, here's your hints for this actor or actress. This actor or actress was placed in rehab at the age of 13, all right? And also, this actor or actress is the godparent of Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love's daughter, Frances Bean Cobain. So, here is your clip, all right? David Bowie playing.
0: He's the best. You know, I think he's...
2: Get excited My little China girl She says Oh baby Just shut your
3: mouth
1: <laughs> Alright, so there's your clip Who do you guys watched that
3: movie? We just, I feel like yeah. I just watched that movie Don't
1: know re- that movie? I
0: recused myself
1: from this And George already know. knows <laughs> Alright, so Aaron and Dahlia Trying to figure it out Do you have an idea of what that movie was? You want to hear it again? I'm going to play a little bit more The words
3: love david bowie he is
1: so sexy you think the time to make the
0: donuts guy is sexy <laughs> one
3: more time
1: one more time you want to hear it
3: yes i like i know it's and junk bonds
1: <laughs> jules it's high yield bonds yes. do i tell people you're in junk waitressing is that
3: <sighs> Bob movie? no god dang it i'm i'm out
1: <laughs> i'm out <laughs> i can't think of it i'll give you a hint it's Jules, a movie Jules, that's Jules, based Jules, in the Jules. 80s. It's like kind of a... It was a movie that was released in the 90s. It was based in the 80s. Is
3: that The Wedding Singer?
1: There you go. There you got is. the movie.
3: Oh, I was like, She's Jules, got that's the movie. So now trajectory. think about
1: who's in it. Whose birthday could it be? In that clip. We heard Adam Sandler, we heard Drew Barrymore. How
3: was Adam Sandler?
1: Christine Taylor, you heard We heard, heard Christine that Taylor uh, and the other guy that I can't think of his name. Glenn I had Goulia. no idea what that shit was, but before all of that, I was thinking in my head, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore? Gertie. Yeah, okay. so I don't know why. I'm a, George, know what that. do you say? Gertie. <laughs>
0: From
1: E.T. <laughs> That's right. Drew Barrymore. February 22nd. From E.T., Scream, The Wedding Singer, Charlie's Angels. All those movies. She turned forty-five. Schwirgen, from the. Sh- that's right, from like Wayne's Drew World. Huh?
3: She's a timeless classic. Drew Barrymore, she is. Yeah. She
1: yeah. Okay, so what do you think of this, Dahlia? I want to get your opinion on aye, this. Aye. Friends reunion is set for HBO Max. They're gonna, they... gonna
3: do a one one hour. They're gonna do like a one hour thing. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing. It's gonna. It's not gonna be like a necessarily like a new episode. It's going to be. The guys, the six former co-stars, and real-life pals will quote chat about their show. They're reportedly Uh, getting a hefty payday for the special, so it's like a like oh you remember we all sat on the couch and oh and Chandler did uh, that. Is that what
3: that? I thought they were gonna do a oh that's the reunion show. I thought
1: they were gonna do a
3: one-year. Like, I thought that, that too. One year, what, one the
1: the deceiving headline is that it's a friends reunion. and You're going to see it on HBO. Oh, it was like Fuller House. Yeah, like a, an actual series, right? Where they're going to reunite and do a series. No, you're going to get them talking about it in a reunion type of well, setting. I
3: already see them talk. I follow everyone on Instagram. They're they're like, constantly posting videos with each other. I'm like, I thought it was going to be more than just what I can see on Instagram. Yeah. Like I already see. Oh, that's good. That's why I wanted to get your point on it. Get Uh, it, got it. Yeah. Get that. So not too
1: excited about that, but I mean.
3: No, I thought they were gonna do like an episode. That's a pretty
1: big deal for HBO to get them, though, right? They snagged that from uh, Netflix. Netflix had it.
3: Friends has like had this resurgence (laughs) of fans, and they have.
0: My my youngest daughter has watched the whole series. She's a huge
1: Friends fan. She's I love Friends. Yeah, and it's they, they said they found Remember a new diehard set years. what's up? Remember Say by the Bell college years?
3: <laughs> right. Oh when well.
1: they went to Hawaii
2: and shit. Right? Yeah. Didn't they go to Hawaii? Uh, like some college or No yeah. Hawaii shit was during the Say by the Bell.
1: Yeah, like, the, Say by the Bell, the college years. Yeah, oh no, that that's a different like, show. Yeah. Right? That's a different that a show. Different show. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Say by the Bell towards the end, anyway, they were in college, right? When they were in that Hawaii situation, weren't they?
0: Was that when Dustin Diamond was in a band that used to play around here? Yeah, that was that era. Yeah. That was that era. I never met him. I know people that say they saw him at a party or saw him at the Fatty Mocha or whatever.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) No, i never seen him around here. How funny. What a crazy Dustin Diamond. All right. (laughs) This you leave ch- it on that note. <coughs> no, anyway, well, they can't
2: still all live at that same apartment complex, so they would have to <laughs> <laughs> they'd have to either meet up at Central Park for a coffee, or
1: uh, yeah, I wonder yeah, if they're going to do it on the setting of
2: Central Park, or if they're be cool. or yeah, maybe go. Well, was the they all rent a beach house, and they s- there's a season where they spend as friends in a in
1: a vacation home well, for there the was summer.
3: An
1: episode of that <laughs> as well, so no telling, huh? All right, well. Check this out. This was interesting. Kirk Douglas left his in, almost his entire fortune to charity. He had an eighty million dollars fortune. People, his family thought they were all going to get it, mm. but he only split up ten million between Joel, Peter, Michael, and Anne, his wife, and then he left eighty million dollars to to charity. Isn't that pretty crazy? He had like a hundred million, you know, like in what kind uh, of charity. I wonder. It uh, doesn't say. Doesn't say vast majority 80 million dollar fortune to charity 10 million was split amongst his wife Anne and three sons so i guess 70 million went to charity then not 80 80 million was the total that's cool but pretty cool you like see that or read about that stuff in movies like he left all his money to charity like his family's fighting over it you know right oh sure
0: or like sting who uh, doesn't give his children money at all yeah you know they uh he expects them to make their own
1: money Oh wow! Yeah, see, good for them. Good for him. Uh, Mission uh, movie news this week: Mission Impossible has been shut down over the coronavirus fears, uh, put on hold because they're they're filming the new Mission Impossible movie in Italy. But uh, Italy was one of the places that got hit pretty hard with it, I guess. So oh wow! They 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 shut that shit down. So Man. not filming that anymore. Drink uh, Coronas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, or the Mandelo. Did you hear about these people getting killed in Mardi Gras during uh, the float parades no. and all that? Two people died this year. A uh, second person was killed this week on February 22nd by a Mardi Gras float in the city in just a matter of days. The second guy suffered fatal injuries while it was some thing was rolling through the streets. the rest of its parade was canceled after the accident. Just four days earlier, a 58-year-old woman was killed when she was run over by a float during the this other parade on Sunday. So they said they're going to look into the safety issues, but, like, goddamn, that's pretty crazy, right? Two people Where's in, that, in one Orleans, year? Though?
2: Yeah. I just was reading something that, that floats is where it's at. What do you mean? Like, floats are fucking everywhere uh, when they have those.
1: Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, huge, and they take up the whole fucking street.
2: Yeah. And they're not just in New Orleans, it's all the surrounding areas and shit. Well yeah, there's they a lot of like, places that celebrate like the like Mardi Gras city around there. They all have floats in every city and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And parades and they all they all do their own little Mardi Gras shit over you know.
1: Yeah, and it's probably not very well uh whatever, like taken care of, you know, safety wise. Anyway. I thought this was interesting. LAX airport allows marijuana and carry ons now. So As long as you're flying to a state that allows it, or you're flying within the state of California, you can have uh, all your shit. It says uh, 28 grams of marijuana and 8 grams of concentrate. Oh, cool. In your carry-on. As long as the other airport is the same jurisdiction of a whatever. What do you call it? Weed-free, or uh, not weed-free, weed-tolerant city? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, right? California, Vermont, like if you're going to California, Vermont, California to Colorado. That kind of shit.
2: Is it legal in Hawaii yet?
1: I don't think so. It's not, huh? I don't think it is. But I don't know. Um, anyway. Did you hear about that guy uh that thought the earth was he was a skeptical that the earth was round and he made this rocket? (laughs) No. And he wanted to test his theory that the earth wasn't round by going up to like the atmosphere and trying to get a view. Why okay. didn't he
2: fucking buy a plane ticket?
1: <laughs> or fucking well, riot getting a hot air balloon His name something. is Mad Mike Hughes, that's why. <laughs> and he apparently has like a following and a YouTube channel of doing a bunch of crazy ass shit. Well, if he's wondering. <laughs> Dude, get this. Like, he, he came to fame in 2000, early 2000s. He did this thing. He was a limo driver who had the Guinness World Record at the time, forget this. Longest Limousine Ramp Jump (laughs) of 103 Feet in a Lincoln Town Car Stretch Limousine.
2: Well, that's awesome. All the way
1: back in 2002, right? That's kind of cool. And that's where he got his nickname, Mad Mike Hughes. So he started doing this kind of (sighs) crazy shit, right? And he just believed that the world wasn't round, and he wanted to prove it by making a homemade rocket. And it exploded in the air when he went up there, and he fucking fell. Like, you you can see in the video, I watched the video the rocket fucking just takes off looks like it's doing all right for a second but then like you could see like right kind of when it takes off you could see some kind of a um a, what do you call it a parachute that just went awry it it wasn't attached to him and then you could see him falling later like from the full distance just this black little kind of figure oh. in the background just falling straight down with wow. no no parachute and I think that's what ultimately killed him. Uh, mm-hmm. But crazy, right? So
0: we'll never know if his question got answered. I know.
1: <laughs> Did <laughs> we'll, he see We'll it? never know. Did he see the arc? Did he <laughs> see <laughs> the curvature of the earth? He was like Icarus. He flew too close to, the, to sun. the sun. It <laughs> is
2: round. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: R.I.P. Mad Mike, fucking nutbag. Uh, at least he went out doing what he wanted to do. I yeah. guess you know. Sure. Um, at least I found out. <laughs> All right, conspiracy corner this week. Airbnb is encouraging hosts to install party prevention sensors. What does that mean? So, party okay, like, have you ever rented? Have you guys ever rented a room from Airbnb on so, the website? Never.
2: So it's probably a sensor that detects like movement from all kinds of areas at once. Or it something. not
1: only does that; it, it it detects sharp increases in noise, heat, or humidity, as well as motion, okay. and sending an alert if they're detected to the owner of the house which could indicate a party. Airbnb is offering discounts on the devices, so you can get them. They're pretty expensive, and Airbnb has been cracking down on enforcing its no parties rule after five people were killed in a shooting at a California Airbnb in October, where a party was being held. And Are you
2: allowed to have um, just basic outdoor security cameras?
1: At a, at a, I an mean, Airbnb? It's a, a pro- I'd imagine a, it's so. A property that you own, and you're renting right. it out. I'd imagine so. For air, for- but maybe the deal is is that people don't want to do that, and so this sensor thing is like they could put them just inside the house to tell if yeah. there's a lot of motion going on or, like, shit going down, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway. I don't want to be sitting there
2: having to check up on them on a camera and shit.
1: Yeah. But still, I think that would be a, you know. And that's kind of an invasion of privacy Yeah, invasion well. of privacy. So maybe the sensors is a way around that, that we can still sense something's going on but not watching you, you know, right? Uh, so anyway, I thought this was interesting. Beer drinkers, listen up. Miller Lite is offering everyone a free case of beer for Leap Day. This is real, but you got to go through a couple, jump through a is couple hoops. that massacre that just happened there? <laughs> I know, right? It's horrible timing for that. The Coors, that was Coors. I don't know if it's... No. Nah. The Coors that was, plant, right?
0: Coors what? Molson.
1: Was it? Yeah. In Milwaukee. I think they have the same owner now, right? Miller and Coors. Is it same as same as? Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was Miller. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly, but I could yeah, be wrong. maybe it was Coors. There was that shooting in Milwaukee where five people died this week uh, on Thursday, Milwaukee's best, or Wednesday. Uh, the guy went in there. They don't know the motive. Anyway, so they're offering a free case of beer for Leap Day in celebration of Leap Day, Saturday, February 29th, tomorrow. Miller Lite giving away a free 24 case of beer. So. They're going to post a QR code on its Instagram or Twitter, and you have to scan it using your phone. Then the code will take you to a site where you can submit a receipt for a 24-pack of Miller Lite purchased on Leap Day. The cost of your case will then be refunded to your PayPal account. So you actually have to kind of have an account and have the money to do it, but you can get the case. Anybody can get this? Anybody can get this over the age of 21. Okay, I'm going to get me a 24-pack Fuck yeah. Why not, right? I thought that was... If you didn't forget, what is this? saturday all right tomorrow yeah i probably forget (laughs) i know we should try it um all right so anyway (laughs) yeah uh when we see spf 100 we think like that's the maximum sun protection we can get right
2: i I thought i heard something before where it's only over a certain amount even matters
1: yeah so here's the deal spf 50. Blocks out 98% of UVB rays, while SPF 100 blocks out 99%. Ah. So they're trying to put a cap on it uh, to SPF 60 and they just say that that's the max. So, what do you need to get 100% protection? SPF like 800? No, they're saying SPF 60 is the most you can get, 99%. Yeah. They're saying it's deceiving to say SPF 100 because it's not, people are buying it thinking it's even more than yeah. SPF 60 or 50. But it's really not. It's only 1% more in terms of protection. So heads up as we head into the summer. This was interesting. An Irish drug dealer lost $59 million in Bitcoin (laughs) after hiding the codes in a fishing rod case. (laughs) So here's the story. This guy, Clifton Collins, says he didn't know where to put the codes of his Bitcoin fortune. He He was looking all over to find a good hiding spot. So he decided to print them on a piece of paper and stash it in the aluminum cap of a fishing rod case he kept at his home, right? But then three wait, things wait, happened. Wait, wait.
2: Okay. You say he has a rented home? Yes, it was a rented got home. $59 million?
1: He's a drug dealer, so not surprising um, that he's renting. Irish drug dealer. Um okay. so here's the deal. The Irish drug dealer. Three things happened. Police arrested him after finding marijuana in his car. He was sentenced to five years in jail for that. And the landlord of the house he re- uh, rented out had it cleared out. All of his possessions were taken to the dump, including the fishing rod case. It's never been recovered. And that's where he had the code for his Bitcoin. Wow. And it's at the dump, and he can't remember it. Isn't that fucked up? And wow. So he, he decided to
2: come forward with the story. That's the whole plot was? for a film
1: yeah. right there. He says, uh, you know, he considers it punishment for his own stupidity.
2: So now his spend the rest of his life combing landfills. He can make a, a good movie
1: before. out of that. He can make a good movie out of that, though, right? I think so. Anyway. There's got to be a,
2: another way for if you have that digital money.
1: No, something like he, he forfeited it uh, because um, the high court in Doublet ruled that his uh, he had forfeited the accounts because they were proceeds from, kind, uh, from crime. So the thing was, is if he would have had the account number and the info, he could have cleared the accounts before all that shit happened. But it didn't, you know. And so they ruled that he wouldn't be able to even access them anyway. Mm. All right, last story of the night. What do you think of this? Growing number of seniors using marijuana. Uh, Apparently, seniors among the ages of 65 and older, the use of marijuana grew by 75% in just four years. The increase was largest in women, those with higher incomes and those with more education, you know which kind of fly, flies in the face of what everybody's always thought about marijuana—that it's oh for low, fucking low drug dealer type guys, you know. You know? Is,
2: uh, like my father-in-law, for instance. Now he's not a smoker, but he—he's referenced. He said, "Well, now that it's legal, I might try it." Yeah. And yeah. so he, there's a lot of people that just are law-abiding citizens that, well, might as well give it a shot. It's Like beer, I get, I drink beer. Well, I guess I'll try this. You know, like. Well, you make
1: a great point. I think you're absolutely right with that. And yeah, I mean. It's it's one of those things that it's finally been de- destigmatized and it's mm-hmm. you right. know and now people don't feel afraid like my dad and my mom you know they've always well, kind the, of like they don't want to be assumed as oh a pot smoker and, and it's bad the majority and of
2: older people I'm I mean assuming um, are the ones that are, have to take some of these painkillers and stuff right like oxy Cotton and
1: all these very good point. For a the, lot of that generation, the baby boomer you know, generation, is all on surgeries, prescription meds right now, and yeah. shoulder replacements. They want an shit. alternative, and
2: so yeah, they they're, they're kind of seeing all this negative impact of the opioid crisis and all that. And this is a fucking great alternative. Absolutely,
1: very good point. And natural. And so go out and support your local weed shop or your local weed dealer. We support that at the Garage Rock Show podcast, and that ends it for us this week. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, at Garage Rock Show Podcast, Twitter.com slash Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up, nine different platforms, GarageRockShow.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a good weekend. Peace. Take care, y'all. See you. Ya. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.